Good evening, folks, and welcome to this evening's Builders Problem Solved. And uh, I put a bit of a uh, a message out the, the this morning, or it might have been um, it might have been on Builders Business Black Belt Facebook page that. Uh, what we're doing tonight is instead of doing the q and I just wanted to catch you up on some of the stuff that we, we talked about last week when we should have been doing Builders Problem Solved, but uh, uh, it was meant to be on the Wednesday night and I moved it to the Thursday night and then Thursday night I didn't get round to it either. Uh, we were having a good old time on a river cruise with all of our Builders Business Black Belt members. Um, and I was playing in the band, and uh, so I thought, I'll keep doing that instead of we were going to do a live cross and go around and talk to some people in uh, Builders Business Black Belt and catch up with them and find out what they thought and so forth, but um, we didn't, so <laughs> so, so uh, I'm going to catch you up now. Just trying to get my comment section happening here. There it is there. Don't know why it's uh, playing up, but anyway, it is. Good evening, Hugh. You can see Hugh and a few other people are watching. So last week we did what we do three times a year in Builders Business Black Belt, and that is all of the members get together for a few days and uh, we do this three times a year in various locations generally it is um, we go to warmer climes in for our july intensive we end up in queensland the last couple of years we've been in noosa uh, next year we're up on the gold coast um, last year this time last year we were in cronulla in new south wales um, and in March, we're going to be in Geelong, which is my favourite venue out of all of the venues we do this with, purely because of the, uh, the, the staff there are phenomenal. And um, I think they do a fair bit of what I want to share with you this evening. And so the purpose of our, um, our intensive because each intensive is always it always has a theme was uh qualify so if you've been watching builders problem solved long enough and been in builders in a circle long enough you will have hear you'll have heard me talk a lot about the qualify process and the qualify process in our world in builders business black belt replaces the sales process and the reason that we do that is because Sales is uncomfortable for most people. Most builders are terrible at it. And as soon as you change the focus and, and as soon as you change the overall paradigm or perception or the purpose of this process, it makes it so much better for everyone. Sales is really putting your best foot forward. Um, you're doing your juggling act and, and trying to convince the person that you're speaking to, that you are the best choice and so forth versus a qualification process was really its primary purpose is figuring out whether you and your prospect are the right fit together. It's, it's, it's not about um, 
you just figuring out whether you like them and whether they'll they'll be a good customer for you it's about both parties figuring out if you work together well and if that all works out and you you feel connected if you have rapport uh, and you want to work as a team it is a total win-win situation now if you've been in the building business any longer than five minutes you will have had a nightmare client a challenging client a high maintenance client what are the costs to you when you end up doing a project for that high maintenance client now sometimes you can lose money but that's not the case all of the time it certainly isn't enjoyable so that has an impact on you it can have an impact on your team and when that happens uh, it's just not enjoyable it's not effective you lose efficiency and I think one of the most important things um, that you need to avoid is you you lose trust in in people and uh, it certainly makes the the whole process less than enjoyable um, we have to build build report <laughs> Hugh has said that's a play on words as rapport is spelt with two t's on the end of it so there's a few other people watching please say good evening so i know who you are where you are if you've got any questions about this as we go along please chime in and ask them but i really the, the purpose of tonight is is just to share with you the importance of understanding what rapport is why it is important and why it needs to be a focus and a, and a commitment for you as the owner of a building business good evening andrea um and why it's important for everybody in in your building business including your prospects and your customers your suppliers your subcontractors and so forth justin is here with us as well so one of the first things uh, I talked about is is why is rapport important? And the reason is is when you've got a, a, a qualification process, well one of the reasons, if you've got a qualification process in your business instead of a sales process, what you want to do is put yourself in the position where you have your hand on the eject lever in a sales process no matter what sales people think and there's a lot of sales people around sales people who think that they're good sales people can often uh, hypnotize themselves into thinking that they have control over the situation but when you are selling what you are doing is giving away control over what happens next pardon me to your prospect because you're doing your dog and pony show and most salespeople talk too much. They don't listen. Emma has just joined us. Good evening. Um, they, they, they talk too much. They don't listen. And 
they hand over control over the situation to their prospect. So the prospect is basically watching the show, judging them, and then they decide whether they are going to pick you. When you have a a qualification process, that whole thing turns on its head. And you have a process where you encourage your prospect to judge you and, and, and ask questions to figure out whether you are the right fit for them. But that also gives you the opportunity to, to figure out whether they are the right fit for you. And when you turn this thing on its head, if you've ever watched any of those talent programs like, you know, the old American Idol or, you know, England's got talent, America's got talent, Australia's got talent, whatever they are, um, you would have seen one with Simon Cowell in the show. And a proper qualification process makes you Simon Cowell. So you are sitting there and you are auditioning your prospects and seeing whether they impress you enough for you to invite them into the business to become a client. So for you to be able to do that effectively, they need to want to be on the inside of your business. And that is why building rapport and openness openness and bringing down the barriers and creating trust and a connection is so important because you want them to trust you, to open up to you so you can show them the pathway forward and they want to go down that pathway. But through that process, you're in charge and you have your hand on the lever that that either opens the trap door or opens the door to your business. So uh, building rapport is super, super important. In my experience, having done this and being in the coaching world for 27 years now, I think, very few business owners do this. Uh, and to take that even further, very few, if any, trades-based businesses ever do this and put effort into really understanding the science of of communication. So one of the first things that we did at, at our intensive was I uh, helped our, our members understand that there are three different learning styles. There's actually more than three, but we kept it really simple uh, and uh, just kept it to three. And so those three are visual, auditory, and kinesthetic. So what a learning style is, is it, it's, it's more about uh, how you interpret or what mode you tend to prefer when you are learning something, when you are um, experiencing something in front of you. So a learning style is really important when you begin and continue to communicate with somebody because what's happening through communication? Communication really is just learning. You know, I, I, I need to learn what you're saying and you need to learn what I'm saying. That's, that's really all communication is. And so everybody has these three different types of learning styles. As I said, visual, auditory and kinesthetic. You can learn a lot more about them in 
that book I've mentioned it a few times uh, Instant Rapport by Michael Brooks now I have said in the past that I haven't been able to find a copy of this and I, the last time I said it it might have been Mark or somebody in Builders in a Circle I'm pretty sure it was Mark found uh, on Amazon a few copies of it so it, it can be got and you can learn at a much deeper level all about how important this is and how it works but fundamentally we all gather data to learn things uh, visually we listen to things so uh, through the, the auditory uh, senses and we also process what we're seeing and hearing through our feelings and so we're getting all of this information there's other stuff as well but as i said i'm just keeping it simple and as we grow as we get older you know we 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 tend to sort of be on a fairly even keel when we're young but as we get older we begin to prefer one of these styles over the other so we all have through all three we we all use all three but as I said, as we get older, we tend to develop a, uh, a, pref a, a, a preference for one of them over the other. And everything that I'm talking about here is, is very generalised. Uh, it's, it's not exactly what I say all of the time. And in fact, one of the, the, the uh, messages I was getting across to the Builders Business Black Belt members was the real key to this is... Um, not to pigeonhole people, but to be aware of what modality or what learning style somebody is using in the moment, right now while we're communing, communicating with them. And uh, because what we did was, was we helped them to understand that uh, a, a person who is more reliant or prefers to use their visual learning style you'll notice that they'll tend to use visual type words and i gave all of our members a sheet with all visual type words you know do you see what i'm saying it's as clear as crystal words like that and we called that person a high v that tends to use that learning style uh, uh, a high a they tend to uh use language like th that sounds great you know um i like the sound of that so that's an auditory type expression and then a kinesthetic person which is all about feeling tends to use words like uh, yeah that it just doesn't feel right there's something missing and I can't put my finger on it so that, that's like a kinesthetic type of language also we talked about that visuals tend to speak a lot faster because they're using the the visual uh, as their medium to to lean on when they're learning something it's a little bit like me telling a story or reading a book to you versus watching the movie it's far faster watching the movie or showing you a picture of something versus explaining every little detail so you can create a mental picture of it when you're leaning on your visual you'll tend to speak faster you um, you'll want the pace to be higher versus a kinesthetic who tends to be a lot more slow and on purpose because what they're doing is they're gathering the information but they're filtering or, or um, 
processing it through how they feel about it. So a kinesthetic will tend to have a lot more gaps in their speech because in between words, they're processing things through their feelings. Whereas a, a, a visual, they'll be talking 10 to the dozen because they're trying to keep up with the, with the moving picture. And so just using those two uh, modalities or those two learning styles, if you can imagine that you, you are a high V, and with our BBB members, we went through processes to figure out what their tendency was. What was the, the, um, the learning style that they tended to lean on the most? just so you kind of know what you're like naturally. And the reason that we did that was because we, we talked about how important it was to know what your tendency is, but also be aware of what the person you are talking to tendency is while you're talking to them. And uh, there, was, there was a great example. I'm not sure whether uh, Adrian's watching, uh, but I know Emma is watching at the moment. So Emma's husband, Adrian, did a fantastic demonstration without even knowing it of uh, how a visual talks. Uh, and he just went 10 to the dozen and was, was, was really fast. But the interesting thing was uh, a little later in the day uh, when, when he started to access the, the kinesthetic side of things, he was much slower and much more thoughtful and it was just a perfect example of how depending on what scenario is going on what environment somebody is in they can change so it's really important not to pigeonhole people because people have a tendency to do that they even pigeonhole themselves and said oh you know I tend to be I'm more of a visual so then they kind of forget about it and and go I'm a visual or or a kinesthetic whatever but Adrian gave us a fantastic demonstration about how people can shift because in the beginning he was like high k to the max and then he really got in touch with that kinesthetic side and and really started to uh, access his feelings and uh, do what i'm doing right now as a demonstration to have you understand and have you feel what it's like listening to someone who who is a high k or running their processing the information through their feelings so the reason that we need to know this stuff folks is imagine a high k speaking to a high v so the uh, a high K, so someone like I was just demonstrating before, which is quite slow and purposeful and running, processing the, the information through their feelings, speaking to a high V, what sort of pace is the high V expecting? You know, they want to bang, 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 bang. So you'll find when a high K is speaking to a high V, the high V starts to lose interest. Uh, and starts to easily get distracted and maybe even frustrated because they don't think this consciously. They are totally subconscious with this, but they just feel disconnected. They don't feel the connection, the rapport, the trust, and they just feel frustrated. Don't know why, they just do. And so there is a a disconnection, it's not that they don't trust the other person, but there is just an absence of rapport and an absence of connection. 
when two people using two different learning styles are communicating. Imagine the opposite of that. If the high V is talking and they're going at 100 mile an hour and they've got these gestures going and their hands are waving um, and quite often they'll leave out bits of the story because they can see it in their mind but they're not using their words to communicate it and the, uh, uh, the kinesthetic. And as soon as I started to, <laughs> to say, to talk about kinesthetic i started to access it and there were all these big gaps and i was stammering and stumbling to get the message across but imagine the kinesthetic what would they be feeling when this high v this visual person is going 10 to the dozen they feel overwhelmed you know and at the end of the day it doesn't matter which way it's going it just means that these two people using completely different learning styles will not have a connection and won't feel um, that they have rapport. And and here's the thing, folks. They could believe exactly the same thing. So you could have two people that share the same values, that, that they really have a high um, connection to certain values and what's right and what's wrong. Uh, and they still don't connect because they're using different learning styles. I hope this is making sense. And this is why it's so important to learn this sort of thing because if you are in a conversation and you've got a qualification process in your business and you're asking your prospect questions and you're listening to them and maybe you're even feeding back information to them, if you're doing it in your natural way and your natural learning style is, is opposed to their natural learning style, even if you're doing some form of active listening, it's not going to be anywhere near as effective as if or as opposed to if you are both processing using the same learning style. So you need to learn what you are, but you also need to learn what the others are so you can change how you communicate when it is your turn to be able um, to create that connection. So instead of just you being you, uh, if, if you can identify that the other person is currently using or, or leaning on their, their learning style that's a high visual learning style and that's your natural style, but you're aware of what's going on, you can just be you. The challenge comes when you're, you're communicating with someone who doesn't use your natural style. That's when you need to be aware and you then need to do what we call mirroring and matching. So mirroring and matching their learning style. So you need to start to use their type of words. You need to use uh, their pace and their volume and their tone. So it, it's kind of you're speaking the same language, which brings me to a second thing that we spoke about. And again, I'm encouraging you to learn about this put some effort into learning about this because man it is so powerful if you've ever wondered why you just can't make a connection with somebody um, this is one huge reason why now think about it when you're trying to uh, get someone uh, a prospect to be really open with you about what their priorities preferences frustrations concerns are what their budget is and you haven't got a connection with them, you haven't got that rapport with them, you won't get the right information. 
if you don't get the right information, how can you put something to them that uh, satisfies their genuine fears, frustrations, wants and aspirations? And so this hopefully is making sense and will give you an understanding and an insight into why sometimes you'll meet somebody and you just get on like a house on fire and other times, no matter how hard you try, you just can't seem to connect with that person. And this could be just one reason why. Going back to the mirroring and matching, just so you at least are aware that this exists and you you need to research further into it. We did a whole bunch of exercises with our Black Belt members about mirroring and matching body language as well. So a minute ago, I talked about mirroring and matching their uh, vocal style. So the type of words they use, how fast they speak, the volume they speak at, the tone, the timber, all of that, the pace at which they speak. And if you mirror and match that and, and their words, you're going to go a long way to making a connection. But something that's even more powerful than that is mirroring and matching a person's body language. And so we did a couple of exercises. Um, I think the most effective exercise was we basically put our black belt members into groups of three. And I said, please choose who's A, who's B, who's C. And I asked the A in the group to simply remember a time and adopt the body posture that helps you get back into feeling the way you felt back in that time that you remembered and that could have been a time where it was fearful it could have been a time uh, where you're enjoying something you were surprised you were overwhelmed It it didn't matter what it was it could have been positive could have been negative it didn't matter Then we asked B to completely mirror and match the body posture because A wasn't saying anything. They were just accessing a memory and putting their using their body. So some people were lying down, some people were sitting down, some people were standing up. And to add a degree of difficulty to this, we made sure that B couldn't see A. So we made sure A and B were back to back and they couldn't see each other. So it was C, the C person in the group, it was their job to look at A and then coach B into the exact same body posture. So C would be grabbing you know, B's arms and putting them exactly where they needed to be and tilted their head exactly the, the, where it needed to be, cross the arms, cross the legs. What, whatever A was doing, C would get B to do that exactly, to the point where we're even getting um, B, uh, sorry, C to coach B to mirror and match A's breathing pattern. So was A breathing upper chest and shallow or were they breathing in their diaphragm and, you know, long relaxing calm type breaths you know however it was so they were coaching them to get the same breathing pattern the same facial expression the same gestures everything as as close to as possible then when c was happy that b was identical to a c would ask b what are you feeling right now what experience could you be feeling right now where could you be what could be going on and we went around the room afterwards and we found 
it was scarily close. Even though B couldn't see A, by adopting the exact same body posture and breathing patterns, facial expressions, etc., B was able to really closely experience what A was thinking about. And it was scary close all the way around the room, apart from a, a couple of groups. They got it really, really super close. And in the past, I've had experiences where um, A was, um, uh, sorry, B was saying, I feel like I'm high up in the air. You know, I'm raised uh, and I'm super relaxed and I can, I can feel the warmth from the sun on my face. Like it's that much detail and then a says yep i was just you know remembering a time when i was up on the third floor balcony of my unit uh when we we're having a holiday in fiji and i was just lying in the sun you know scary stuff like that or we've had people say i feel like i'm watching my sporting team you know win a really important game and it was like super close but we got there uh and a was watching their favorite team uh win their basketball final by a point or two scary close like that so but my point was that by learning the skills of paying attention to what sort of words they're using what where are they breathing um how are they speaking what pace what tone what's going on with their body language and you mirroring and matching your body language a couple of magical things happen firstly and foremostly when you're thinking, geez, if I have to do all of this sort of stuff, I'm not going to be able to pay attention to what they're saying, doesn't matter. What they're saying is so less important than um, creating a connection by paying attention. You know, many of you would have felt that when you're trying to explain to somebody a, a deep-seated problem that you've got that you're really, you know, scared about or frustrated about or overwhelmed about or whatever, and they keep talking over the top of you and giving you uh, advice before you've asked for it or they just seem like that they're distracted or whatever, you just don't feel listened to, you don't feel like you've got a connection. Now think about this. If you're paying attention to everything that I just said as well as uh, using your body to mirror and match their body, listening to what they're saying as well, man, you are engaged. You haven't got any bandwidth left to think about uh, anything that, that is outside of what's going on right now. And that is the magic. That's what's happening uh, when you do this is that you are so engaged, you are so connected that the other person feels it and down come the barriers up goes the trust, up goes the rapport, up goes the connection. So they really feel that, uh, they feel good about being in your presence. And that is worth so much when you're in a situation where um, you are going to be the person that they need to trust to take care of their project, their new family home or their renovation or their extension or even their bathroom or whatever it is, you know, it, it just doesn't matter. Whatever the project is that they are on fire about, they need to have someone they can trust to do it. So learning all of these things is super, super important. So again, like always happens in this Builders Problem Solved podcast, the time disappears 
in a heartbeat and we are out of time for uh, this evening's episode but what I'd love you to do if you have found this valuable is to put some comments in the comment section whether you're watching the replay or whether you're watching it live now if you've got any questions about this where you might get resources um, if you've got any concerns about it in as much as you know you would feel uncomfortable doing it put those concerns those questions those comments in the comment section underneath this uh, podcast and give us the opportunity to give you some more information point you in the direction of some resources that will really help because think about it you you put so much time and effort and money into uh, uh, getting prospects and spending time with them to see if they're the right type of person for a customer and so forth Um, if this increases your chances of getting people to open up, create a connection, become a much higher quality customer for you, wouldn't it be worth it? Because you can cut down on all of these other things. You don't need as many leads. Um, you don't need to talk to as many people if you are oversubscribed. If you've got more high quality people in your business uh, than you can service, you are an oversubscribed business. And everything I've spoken about tonight are just brilliant skills to learn to help you move towards building an oversubscribed business where you're running the show rather than you being the, the dog and pony show person and uh, you know kind of begging and pleading and hoping that other people will pick you that model sucks everything we've talked about today is is what you need to be focusing on if you genuinely want to build a profitable building business that gives you a lot of fulfillment and enjoyment as well as time freedom um, these things really really do matter so I'm here to help uh, if you've got any questions if you want to be pointed in the right direction anything at all just uh, reach out through builders in a circle more than happy to help you out so I hope this has been helpful uh, I hope uh, you can join us again next Wednesday evening 8 p.m. in uh, builders in a circle for another episode of builders problems solved if you've got any specific questions you'd like me to answer in next week's show or beyond please get in touch with me you can do it through messenger you can do it through builders in a circle you can do it do it through builders business black belt facebook page you can send me a letter in the mail if you knew our address (laughs) Um, you can put a message in a bottle a smoke signal a carrier pigeon however you want to get me the question get it to me and uh, we'll see if we can help you out so hope this has been helpful uh my name is mick hawes this is builders problems solved uh and we're from builders business black belt i hope this has been helpful that is it for this evening bye for now (laughs) 